Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Apples to Apples podcast. As always, I want to thank everyone out there in the orchard for tuning in this week. A lot of complaints last week, by the way. I know. I'm sorry. I think I figured it out. Microphone didn't work very well. Yeah, I think I think I got it figured out for this week. All right. Well, when you problem was, I mean, I, I not that I don't trust you guys, although I don't really trust you guys. It, it's everything sounded perfectly fine to me, <laughs> but I don't really trust you guys. Uh, excuse well, me. What was that? Okay. Well, uh, Mrs. Apples to Apples just chimed, just said it's music to my ears about what a bad manager he is. I thought we were talking about your <clears throat> microphone, but okay. <laughs> well, she heard a lot of complaints. Is everything okay? Or do I need a? Is that, are you going to be able to handle things over there, Dad? She's out of control. We, I just were just talking about Drew's mic, and now she, she's not happy with the managing. She, we'll get yeah, to her. She heard. She heard. Uh, she heard uh, there's been a lot of complaints. Can I? Can I continue? He, he's like a robot. <laughs> I'm just trying to pass on. Well, well let we, me finish. How about when we talk about him? Yeah, let me finish my intro. You should go collect your intel oh, while I do my start? intro. I'm, I tried to. It's so weird with Sam not sitting in my lap. I'm going to continue if that's okay. Talk to Mom. Yeah. See what she's got to say. <clears> we'll work it in. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to go. Is that all right? Yeah, start. I actually can't believe that we have football this week, but we do. We have every, I mean, really, when we're recording this, we, we have every single sport on tonight. Now, everything's not back to normal, but at least we have sports. We have something to talk about, and we'll talk about what's on the agenda in just a second. But before that, you found us one way or another. Thank you to everyone who found us. But if you want to tell friends, family, fantasy football, uh, co-fantasy football managers, um, some guy on the street, that you met because he yelled at you because you weren't wearing a mask or whatever. How to listen to us, here's what you're going to tell them to do. You're going to tell them to go to anchor.fm slash apples dash two dash apples. From there, we have links to all of your favorite streaming services, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many, many more. Or you can search us directly on those sites. Once there, follow, like, subscribe, hit the little star, check mark, whatever they do, whatever you do on each of those sites. That way, every week when we have a show, we're right to your phone, computer, iPad, tablet, whatever, and you're ready to listen, and you don't have to worry about it. You can also catch us on the PodMN app that is full of Twin Cities and Minnesota-related shows, podcast, uh, radio shows, too. Um, not just sports, but there's going to be a lot of sports now with the, uh, the Vikings picking up. And certainly not least, but I always mention them last so you guys don't forget, WFNU 94.1 FM, Frogtown Community Radio. We are live Saturday mornings, 7 a.m. Central. That is 5 a.m. Pacific for Sam. That is 8 a.m. Eastern for me. That is 2 a.m. Hawaiian for anybody that's out there. And we are the appetizer of the Saturday Sports Spectacular, followed by the main course that is Connor's Corner at 8 a.m. You can also find us on WFNU.org. You can live stream it there. Or, Dad, what's the name of the app that they can go check it out? You know the name. Come on. No, I I do, but I just like to give you an excuse to talk because I know Live 365. Or is it 365 Live? Uh, let me get back to you on that. All right, hold hold on to that. But that is WFNU 94.1 FM. And don't forget to catch Connor's Corner right after us on Saturday mornings. Connor's on at 8. We're on at 7 if you're in the central time zone. Or you can catch us anywhere, uh, like on the app. No, I think it's Live 365. Well, on Live 365, you can catch us whenever. I am actually back in the true Macintosh studios here in Manhattan, this is weird. New York. I'm going to send it to both the Granny Smith Studios out in Santa Clara, California, the home of your defending NFC champions, the Broncos. San Francisco 49ers. Oh, 49ers. And as well to the Honeycrisp Studios. Sam's got a full studio. house there. Yeah, I, got, I do have it's to a- apologize. The soundproofing is in the mail and has not come yet in the new studio. So, uh, And with Thursday Night Football going on, you might hear some screams in the background. And That's fine. That probably means a big play happened. Yeah, I got it. I'm gonna. I have the volume off on my TV. I'm just gonna listen for you guys when yeah. you guys react. I'll know to look. Are we That's Are it. we talking fantasy football? I think we need to talk football, fantasy football included. All right. So this is your job. We there is no KDZ this week. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna have time to do our own desert island. Uh, so we might have to save it. But no KDZ. We got a lot to talk about with fantasy football drafts. With football starting, with some fans in stands, some fans not in stands, some um, one's baseball prediction that's dead on for second and third place. But, you know, uh, the soccer team, um, I guess the worst, second worst coach in the state decided to listen to a certain podcast, played number 23, and all that guy does is score. 
Um, the Lynx, you know, whatever. They're doing the best they can. Not so great. Did you guys know hockey's still going on? I watched it the other day, actually. Yeah. So that, I watched that's all the stuff the that we'll... I've like actually. I don't know if it's football coming around, but I've like started sitting down and watching games that we're not playing in. You I'm know like, what today is? It's a huge day in sports in the sports year, sports calendar. There's, you know what they call it today? It's a huge day in sports history today. It's well, the it's day. the sports equinox. When everything plays in one day. Yeah, when everything's only, going on at the same it's, day. It's the only time in the history of mankind that the MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, WNBA, and MLS have all played at the exact same time. On the same day, I should say. In the history of humankind, first time. Yeah. And instead so of watching that, you were busy, and now we have to record this. Yeah. What? Said that. I was uh, I was doing security. I've been I've lost a ton of weight, but I've gained muscle mass, and I was security. Well, normally when you get muscle weighs more than fat, so you should have. That's well, probably why everyone got by me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, totally, including the pregnant lady who I tried to trip. But where do you want to start? Because all that. Were you wearing was... a mask when you were doing security? No, I, it was awkward. I was literally the only person there not wearing a mask. I got yelled at for social distancing today in the. It was in my po- it was in my pocket, but I didn't put it on. You were not you properly yelled? social distancing. Well, they had the stickers on there, and I guess the stickers weren't six feet. <laughs> well, I was standing on the sticker, and then the lady said, six, stay six feet." And I was like, "Where do you want me to go? I'm on the sticker." So I was confused, but was the lady ahead of you on the sticker? No, the cashier said, uh, "Stay six feet." I was like, "I'm I'm on the sticker," and the person ahead of me is at at the the credit card reader, so I assumed that six feet was good, but that's awkward. I just I guess she wanted twelve feet. That was must, like be, the, must be a new rule. That was like when uh, Mrs. Apples to Apples and I, when this whole thing first started, and we were in the grocery store, and I was standing there looking at the, um, I believe the Oscar Mayer wieners. And some lady comes up. I mean, I'm already standing there. And some lady comes up. And she goes, it's the six feet rule. And I go, um, lady, that rule means you can't come within six feet of me if I'm already here. I said, I don't really care where you stand. So you can keep standing here, but I'm not moving till I'm done. So if you want to apply the six feet rule, you need to go six. And that, was, by halfway through that, Mrs. Apples to Apples had already left the situation. Was she upset that you were crowding the case <laughs> space? And she, she couldn't. Have, I think it was early on in the whole premise, and I think she didn't understand that six feet means when you approach, everyone needs to leave. She just thought that, you know, the six people it, needed to just move in unison. Yeah, you don't wait for the apart. person to get done. You just if someone walks over, it's time. So I know we're. It's like, a, it's like a it's like a it's like a runner for space. Like you, you, have right, you have a right to your space. Before we talk sports, the today was the first day I had pants on since March 11th. And you mean pants like not shorts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just making sure. sure. I still haven't put on pants. No, well, yeah. Why would you? I actually, it's funny you said today. I I I put on pants um only because I, I'm like only half unpacked and I had to go to the dentist and. I didn't have any appropriate shorts for the dentist. That makes sense. So where do you want to start? Do you want to start baseball? Because football, I mean, there's not a lot to talk about with baseball. I, I think I think we need to do a Same. quick a quick five to ten minutes on baseball because I, I, who knows what what roads we're going to go down with football. And I think we need to make sure we have ample time. Okay. I just got a weird. Why am I making these decisions? This is part of your, your well, job. Um. I just, I just, because I was distracted, I just saw a tweet that said the Miami Dolphins players will stay inside for both national anthems. What are the two national anthems that are played at football games? Uh, Thank you. <laughs> Let's, yeah, I mean, I, 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 do they recently name a Canadian team we don't know about? That's what I was trying to think of a maybe, Buffalo. Well, Is Buffalo the, like honorary maybe the, Canadians? Maybe the Montreal Alouettes are going to play in our <laughs> league, or the Winnipeg. Peg Blue Bombers. All right, let's talk. Well, maybe I've like seen the, the same thing. Now is I'm there one out. that's in Spanish? I, it's, I'm not sure, but anyway. Did they sing one in Spanish? I don't know. I don't know. I get distracted easily. But uh, anyways, I'm, so baseball. Now I'm curious. We got about 12 games left, I think, maybe 15. We're pretty much out of any chance. You know what's going to be ironic? We're going to end up barely we're gonna end up just sneaking by and getting into the playoffs in the wild card and then aren't we gonna have to play the yankees 
The Yankees, no, the Yankees are are out on the outside looking in. We're gonna play the White Sox right now. Oh, we're done. I think the I think the Yankees are on the outside looking in right now. Oh, I thought we were. I thought we were under 500. Oh, okay. Or they may have won tonight, but no, this was before tonight. I don't even know who. There's seven right now, but if they if they would have lost tonight, they would have been out. Yeah. Um, But honestly, we would no, we would actually play Cleveland as of right now because Cleveland lost today. We're now the four spot. Cleveland's the five. We should be ahead of Cleveland. Oh yeah, that would be what you just said. Which is fine. Like if we have to play the White Sox or the Indians in the playoffs, I'm still confident going into the series. The White Sox, I told you before, are stacked and loaded. And you know what else the White Sox do? They play their players. I'm gonna get what I have to say off my chest because then I'm gonna throw up because I can't even think about him. The White Sox play their good players. Not listen. We've talked about Rocco being a NFL kicker's 0 for one on the air. We've talked the one other thing that he does, and and this and I want you two to explain this to me. Nobody, and I mean nobody, babies their players more than the Twins. This guy needs a break. This guy needs this. And with the exception of probably the Yankees, no team has more guys hurt yeah. than the Twins. Yeah. So what what he does doesn't work. So play your freaking players, especially when they've sat out all year anyways. It's just it it's so many. Of, it, it's just so. It's just so. It's just one more thing of the reason why Mrs. Apples to Apples is right. He's just. He's terrible. I mean. Okay. But I mean, when you look at it now, right now against the White Sox, we're four and two in the regular season against them with a half a half stacked roster. And when we go into the playoffs, we're gonna, for most likely, hopefully, have a fully healthy roster with maybe a guy like Rooker, who is hitting well on the roster too. So I, I'm still confident playing the Indians. And the and the White Sox going to the playoffs, but I'm I'd be scared of playing a team like Tampa Bay, whose pitching is unbelievable. They don't have very good hitting, but their pitching is unbelievable. And with the team, our team is hitting like I don't know if we're up to 250 yet on the year mm-hmm. for batting average, but we're hitting probably low 200s. And a team like Tampa Bay was really good pitching. That's the team I'm nervous about facing. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shock you with with something. Maybe not. Maybe I won't shock Hang you. Hang on. Let me <clears throat> let me sitting. take that back. What Sam just said is is first off is absolutely true, but shocked. Do you know who has? But do you know who has, in many 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 uh, statistics, has better pitching than Tampa? We do. We do. So I I think to to no it's not by a lot. We're a spot or That's two ahead, awesome. and they're a spot or two ahead of us in some. Same with Cleveland. Cleveland always will be have great pitching, but they Cleveland literally physically cannot hit a baseball right now. It it, it is actually ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They almost got no hit tell by the Royals and some I've guy. Been, I'm not I've sure I've ever heard. Tell you guys something. What? I just said, tell me when it's my turn. I've been meaning to tell you guys something. Go ahead. I can wait. Um, last show. Did someone on this show say that Dubnik, his days were over with the First Twins? First off, he's had two starts since you said that, and one of them was incredibly good. No, he got like nine double plays. That was lucky. That's part of. Okay. I mean, he's we a ground, I'm not going to argue with you over the merit of double. Certain pitchers are ground ball pitchers. And like, yeah. Nice. Dubnik is done, and he should go back to playing gold. Why do we have two Dubniks in town, by the way? Here's the thing, and I think Sam yeah. said it last week. If he's our third best pitcher, like— We're in trouble. No, we're not, because he's pitched oh. very well. He's got a sub-4 ERA. He induces to Sam's point. He's in, induces ground balls, and I, I I'm not gonna I'm gonna try not to Let's pull not a Dick Bramer here, but he oh, doesn't yeah, give don't. up many home runs. He oh, actually, there goes another one. He actually, and I'm gonna say this because it just happened. I don't feel bad about it. He normally doesn't walk or hit guys very often until last really? game. Yeah, I think well, you can look at that as an anomaly. I think you can look at that as an anomaly. And again, okay. no one's asking him to be the best pitcher on our team, but if he um, is our third best pitcher, and really, truly fourth-ish best pitcher with the way Pineda's pitched since he's come back, we're doing one, okay no. there. And one because... last thing. No, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no I... one, and then I'm done. That 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 goofball that Sam and I absolutely ripped apart um, in our little sp- Twitter spatter spitter last week, he now is continuing to tweet, have I mentioned how much I love watching Eddie Rosario play? Yeah, yes. Okay, that Eddie Rosario should be benched. If we weren't so desperate, he is just – I've never seen a guy so careless in yeah, multiple ways. It's just weird. Am I, I the only I, one? I mean, I don't I don't think it, it, 
Another thing about Eddie Rosario is he's not a great left fielder. He no. has had multiple errors dropping the ball arm. this year. He has a really good arm. And also, he doesn't hustle the box. This is another thing I, oh. that starts the, the team, especially when it comes to playoff time, they need to hustle out of the box. Like, it can't only be Byron Buxton hustling on the box on a ground ball. Because right. there's some good times when there's ground balls, like, hitting the hole, and our the, the feelers know, like, we aren't a super speedy team and take our time with the throws, but we're hustling out of the box. We could probably beat some of these ground balls out. And when it comes to playoff time, those that's be really important. Drew, you know, you used to when you were like in fourth grade, you were the fastest on the team. Do you <laughs> or the the fastest in the league? Do you find it weird that the very the fastest baseball player in the history of baseball, Byron Buxton, has like two stolen bases? It, it yeah, gets back to the small stuff. It's so weird. But go ahead. I I the Rosario is just weird. But oh, and Rooker. Oh, they brought him up. Oh, interesting. He did okay. Well, and, yeah, and I think guy. my guy. Can I, I claim him as my guy? I feel like yeah. I, I was clamoring. Well, for you were him. you were you were pining for him. Um, here, here's here's how I, I really Rosario. I 100% agree with you on Rosario in every phase that you both just mentioned. The problem is with with the injuries we have right now, we don't really have a better option. Oh, I know. And to your point, Sam, about the fielding, you could probably play when Kepler comes back. You could probably play Rooker and left, but Rooker's not a gold glover by any means either. So it, it's, it, there's, there's trade-offs and I, and I, that, that's going to happen. You're never going to have nine guys all around the diamond that are, you know, the best guy at their position. That's fine. But it's the controllable stuff with him that drives me crazy. Right. I get when you've, I get when you hit a double and you knock in two runs, that's great. But like the guys runs himself, on the runs himself into so many outs. Just keep things going at the very least. That pitcher is going to have to throw at least one more pitch, right. and you never know what can happen. And the next guy always gets a hit, and then it's just—it's it, just—it's just, it, very frustrating. But we don't. The, the, the sad—the sad reality is, with the injuries, we don't oh, really have. A no, but you would hope. Yeah, you would hope, and I think to bring this whole thing full circle, and then we can wrap it up, put a nice bow on it. You would hope that your manager would be able to control stuff like nope. that, and he just doesn't. He doesn't have. I don't know what if it, whether it's leadership qualities. I don't know. I don't know what it is he doesn't have specifically, but guys go up there without making changes, and and think think the same thing happens too often. For put the lineup decisions aside, there are certain things a manager right. needs to do, and when his the team and certain individual players are doing things wrong. They need to be fixed. These are professional baseball players. This is their job. They have been playing it their whole life or for right. a very long time at a very high level. <laughs> running yourself out of innings or, or running yourself out of out of guys on the bases, it, it, it's just infuriating. And guys on and first that should be and something that a manager should never be able to moving fix. the guy over. Never. Yeah, exactly. I, w- I wasn't going to go into too much detail, but that's another one. There's certain guys that go up there with a certain attitude, and he's done nothing to change it. Now, there are certain guys, I think, that just inherently are like that and that and that's good buxton is one of them yes i'd like to see him bunt more but like a ground ball by him is basically a bunt anyways right and we've seen that that's fine marwin gonzalez as a veteran will do that i'm never you know nelson cruz will probably never bunt and that's fine but there are certain guys and polanco is a guy i think just does it on his own but there are just that that's you know maybe half your did it on his own right there are just certain guys that need to make changes at certain times in the game and at certain points in the season, and he just can't make that change happen. And and lineup aside, I, I, there's there's difficulties with the lineup with the amount of injuries they have right now. I get that. I get that it's a condensed season. We just played, I think, 42 games in 42 days or something crazy like that when you count for the double headers. I get that's hard on the team. But at, at some point with, when you have you put whatever nine guys on the field you choose to put in the field, you need to make them change their approach in certain situations to benefit the greater team, and he has not been able to do it. I think um, that's what I've finally come to realize is what I like least about him. I There's have been ver- no adjustments. <clears throat> no, it's ridiculous. I have Except for the news. same guys who do it on their own. To tie this back, to untie the bow and then to tie it back up, I do have a final thought from uh, Mrs. Apples to Apples. I really wish I could paint the picture of how she of the person that just delivered this to me. Can I? Please, please do. Um white evil Knievel handkerchief in the head. All white sweater. All white leggings. And to cap it off, 
a white face mask. It's scary. Well, the good news is he delivered it, and now he's gone. True. But he knows where you live, so. No, but her message is that Rocco's a robot. He is a really bad manager. What was that? What else? And he just sits there. Yeah, this part is true. He's he's just like lifeless. He just sits there and never never questions anything. But yeah, it's it'll be interesting. Well, well, we get the final push, and I guess Cleveland's not really who we have to worry about. I don't think the White Sox will lose again. But they're playing I mean, all. I don't, they, I don't think the the last thing I'll say, and then Sam, you can give closing twins thoughts for now. Is I don't think we need to worry about Cleveland. I don't think we need to worry about Chicago. I don't think we need to worry about Tampa Bay. Right now, there's one team we need to worry about, and it is us, and it's getting our bats back on track to what they were last year. Our pitching has been very good. Our pitching has been probably overused in the bull, yeah, in a bullpen scenario, but our pitching has been good I to think very our good. I bullpen is scary right now, but I get it. But the bullpen's been overused, and we, I, I, I think that is a fact. We just played 42 games, like I said, in 42 days. We had two days off. I think the bullpen's been overused. I think they'll be good down this stretch. <clears throat> but the bats have to get back to what they can be. And I think that's the only team you have to worry about. We're, we're virtually knock on wood, unless I think we literally lose every game, a lock to make the playoffs. Yeah. You'd like you'd like to be you know in the top half of that, but they're talking about a bubble, so home field advantage might not even be a thing. So you've got to worry about really getting true. your team right going into the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, just to wrap up, basically, like Drew said, with the Yankees down the playoffs, we can beat every team confidently <laughs> in the series because, I mean, the Yankees, we just physically can't beat them, whether it's talent or not. But, like, we need to get the bats going. Like Drew said, like, last year we were hitting bombs, and then it comes to the playoffs. But another thing, too, is this team is, I don't know if it starts with Rocco, but they don't really have a lot of energy either. Like, it seemed like last year they're always Agreed. celebrating the – Always celebrating the home runs, you know. So no one Cruz always did the gorilla thing when they saw, met at home plate. We're not seeing much of that anymore. They, they just seem lifeless, and that could be translating to the bats too. And like when it comes playoff time, there's gonna be a lot of emotions out there. Like we see with Romo, he has a lot of emotions. Probably at times, at all times, too much emotion because um, he's still not gonna make. He's still not a Hall of Fame pitcher, so he's probably relaxed a little bit. But um, I like to see a little more emotion out of this team, and it could start with Rocco trying to get thrown out of a game, you know, towards the end no, of the year, never, and it never. doesn't matter, or arguing a call because he would never do that, or whether well, it's a player. I mean, they would always talk in these umps, and it's weird. Donaldson and these guys are always arguing with the umps about these bad calls, and then Rocco's not even having their backs. So I find that part a little weird too. No, it's I I think uh, we're also assuming that we wouldn't have lost to other teams in the playoffs that we only lose to the Yankees. I think playoff baseball yeah, is different. Shot at anybody else. We didn't get a chance to lose anyone else. I think playoff baseball is different, and I'm not sure we have the mentality to do it. And I, and to be honest with you, our pitching, Mayeda and Barrios is doing a little better, but those guys are not proven playoff pitchers. So we'll have to see. Now, well, in in the slight defense of probably half of our rotation, they've never really had the chance. No, is a, game. Well, you know who is a proven not. playoff pitcher though? Rich Hill. Yeah. The mountain. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, yeah, he'll be he actually great for is. three innings. I and Maeda has pitched very well in the playoffs. They just had moved him to the bullpen. So instead uh, of using, well, we basically when Rich Hill pitches, pitches, it's one of those. What do they call those bull? bull, bull it's, a, it's essentially a bullpen game. Yeah. A starter. What do they call opener, it? Opener. An opener. An opener. He's an opener because he can he can go two really good innings and then he's done. <laughs> uh, basketball. Check your local listings. It's still going on. It's going to be. L.A. against L.A. and Jimmy. they're winning right now, aren't they? The Lakers. I think they were up. They were up big yeah. last night. You come. You could. Russell Westbrook and uh, Harden. Harden will never win a championship. Oh, they just, won't. They're, Sorry, they're not. Won't they're not capable. Those two, either together or alone, those just two aren't capable. Uh, hockey, we mentioned, is still and going either, on. There's, there's one other. Well, I don't need to harp on guys in the NBA. As I said, there's one other guy who's a. Loser that's already sitting at home too. Chris Paul. Yeah. He'll be exactly. on the Knicks. What? He'll be on the Knicks next. Well, year. that'll just continue well, his. He released a thank you like Oklahoma City fans for the year and stuff, and it sounded like a uh, goodbye. It sounded yeah. like a goodbye well, video. No, I have to get rid of the coach too. Why would he go back? Okay. Also, was only... Billy Donovan was a really good coach. He had no business being fired, in my I opinion. Agree. I thought he was a really good coach and one of the best I in the was, league. I know. He'll go. He'll he'll go somewhere. Uh. 
but hopefully not straight summer that they interview some other people first so we don't have to hear <laughs> about it now football uh let's do can i can i offer a, a plan yeah. of action plan of attack here let's yeah. do a brief i think we have about 30 ish minutes left let's do a brief five to ten minutes on the vikings then let's go a little fantasy a little expectations for the season overall i don't want to harp on the vikings too too no, much we're I mean, sort of already wait done till, it, but. wait we'll wait till next week when they right. lose <laughs> Uh, the well, Packers, I did see the Packers and the Rams. I don't remember the other team. There's, it's the Packers and one other team have the longest opening week winning streak. So, well, here's the other really thing. bode well for us. Okay. Well, first of all, uh, we the mysterious uh, Daniel Hunter injury. He'll be out for the whole year. There's no well, doubt could, about it. That trade makes almost not that it didn't make sense before, no, but now it would have been nice to have urgency. Both. My, no, I they, know. You but, know what? By the way, and then we'll get right back to the Vikings. After seeing what clown, I was joking, somewhat joking about Clowney. We could have had him. They didn't give that much. I'm sorry. I think but he anyways, finally came to realize that. Maybe, well, yeah. But anyways, I mean, we'll see how effective pro- he is too. But here's the, I think here's the problem that I think the Vikings are. Well, it's a problem a lot of teams are going to have. Rodgers is going to the worst team they could possibly have opened up with at home is the Packers because not because the Packers are that much better than us. If that place is full, we beat the Packers. We just yep. always do it. Rogers can't play there. Well, now there is no crowd and Rogers can just go play carefree. And he's got defensive backs that who knows, we have no idea what to expect. And now we don't have one of our defensive ends. And in it, but that, so I, I think they could be in a little bit of trouble, but in turn, I think cousins, for the same reason, is going to have a good year because most of the games on the road, there won't be fans, and I think he'll just be able to go throw and play like he normally does, and I don't think the pressure is going to get to him. So I think football is going to be really weird. Now, why six teams are allowed to have 20,000 people and the rest of the league isn't is – is uh, you know what's weird? I told Will – oh, he just hung up. As I said, I told him, don't call me, call mom. <laughs> he just called me. Um <clears throat> But I so I think it is going to be really weird with no fans and some of these, you know, these these home field advantage. The Vikings home field advantage is real. And most of them are, but uh, it's I think the NFL really blew it allowing 16. I think it should have been all or none, to be fair. But um, I don't. I just think there's so much unknown with the crowds and and uh, I'm not sure you can even predict how they're going to do. Yeah. No, I think that's a fair take. I, I, I really do, and I think I probably agree with you. Um, I, I I think you're right about Kirk. I mean, I think at the end of the day, like pressure is still pressure. You're on TV. It's 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 yeah, um, it's um, you know, prime time games, which we I think we only have two of this year. One of which is at Soldier Field, which is great because we would have lost there anyway, so we get to kill two birds yeah. with one stone. But yeah. of course, we also have the the prime time game against Seattle, per huge. I don't understand why we play them every it year. It happens there. every year. Now this it's year it's Seattle. not so bad. Yeah, but um, he he does all. You can sort of tell when it's loud in an, in a stadium. It affects him. He does that thing where he holds his helmet tight. Like, I, but I think he he'll improve. I think in general, just that there's reason to believe even without Diggs, the offense will be better. Um, I don't I think. Do, yeah. I do think having. No, I don't. I don't think it'll be as explosive. I think that's for sure, but I think it'll be more consistent. I think Kubiak has, he's, he's one of the, I think like over the past, because of Belichick over the past 15 years, there's only been like five Super Bowl winning coaches. He's one of them and he's running the offense. I think that'll help. I think an extra year under the belt of a couple of our younger offensive linemen will help. Cook has something to prove wanting a contract. I think that will help. Um, feeling healthy will help and i just think consistency is not something this team has had for a while on offense so i think i think that'll help the defense it's really going to come down to zimmer i I know you think he's a good coach i think he's a good coach it's going to come down to what can he get out of these guys now you still have your core you still have hunter when he comes back but ngakwe is a good swap there at least until then but you have both your starting linebackers you have both your safeties all four of those guys were you know all pro borderline. Hopefully all pro. neither the safeties get hurt because they're the only two we have on the Right, team. exactly. The and then the Hughes and Holton Hill have shown in flashes what they can do, but they got to do it for a whole season. And you have highly touted rookies. I mean, it, it's it's there. It's a matter of if Zimmer can get out of them. On defense, I'm talking specifically. If he can get out of them what 
what he really needs to for this team to be, you know, immensely successful. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll hold off on my division prediction for a second. Yeah, when you look at this team this year, is it could be good or could be bad for the Vikings because a, a lot of players, they have players at every level that are fighting or like don't know the future they're with the team. There's guys that are, whether it's like future in the game to game, whether they're going to start or not, or whether it's contracts. I mean, you look at the safety, he's got Anthony Harris. Like, are we going to extend him or not? Then we got cornerbacks. Like, which rookies are going to start? I mean, you got Mike Hughes, obviously, but what, what are the rookies are going to start? And then, like, what are we going to do with the defensive line? Like, now we got two star defensive ends. Like, who can we pay? How much can we pay the defensive tackles? Stuff like that. So when you look at every side of the ball and every every level, it's like they're going to have to battle and show the Vikings and the management, like, no, I should be starting or I sh- you, you should extend me. So this year has a lot going into it, especially, like, just behind the scenes, too. So that could motivate the team to play well or you know, they might just want to get out of here and request a trade like Diggs. So that's a really interesting take to look at this year. But And then another thing going into week one, touching on that matchup with the Packers, is a lot of people, especially the fantasy guys, are kind of downplaying Aaron Rodgers this year, saying he's washed up. I think he's going to come out guns blazing. Totally it's, agree. It's in Minnesota, but again, there's no fans, so it's not going to feel like it's in Minnesota, just, except it's indoors and not like not outdoors at Lambeau. But I think he's going to come out guns blazing and attack our rookie corners or Mike Hughes, basically like a second-year corner because of his injuries. Um, and I t- like Dancer's been playing well in the practice squad, in the, in the preseason, whatever, scrimmages or whatever they're doing right now. Um, but I think Rodgers going to come out gunslinging at guns blazing and attacking our rookie corners. And um, we might not get as much pressure now, pressure now on, the ball, on Rodgers, which is how we beat Rodgers is pressure. And with Hunter out, we might not get as much pressure, and it's going to be up to the safeties. Who we have two of the probably the best tandem of safeties in the league, so it's probably going to have a lot relying on them. And kind of, it's going to take a couple weeks, you know, for the safeties and the cornerbacks to build that chemistry. And like we saw last year, Smith and Rhodes had zero chemistry, and it blew up for so many plays down the field. So that's going to be a couple of adjustments to make for the first few weeks. So I we can't overreact after week one because we are playing Aaron Rodgers, who's a Hall of Fame quarterback and one of the best to ever do it. And we still have to build that chemistry with our secondary. So I'm not feeling confident going into this week one, but I'm not going to um, fully quit on the team have, after I we have, lose. I we also quick, can't, before you go, oh, Drew, we, we also can't hurt him because he'll be our quarterback next year. <laughs> go ahead. That's funny, actually. Um, I have one quick comment, and then I want to get your guys' predictions for the NFC North, and then we'll maybe we'll go sort of around the horn and, and talk some predictions for the league. That's and then baseball. maybe we'll, do, we'll wrap up with some what? Around the Horn is baseball. It's actually a TV show, but uh, and then we'll, maybe we'll talk, we'll chat some fantasy with whatever time we have left. But I think there's one thing I really want to see from our corners this week because Sam, you are you are spot on. You have an undrafted second or third. I think Holton Hill's in his third year, but he was suspended for all last year, and he was hurt all last year basically. So you basically have two second year guys from an experience perspective. One very highly touted first round pick, one undrafted that was really only undrafted because of some character issues. And then behind him, you have behind them, you have two rookies, first round pick and Dancer was third round. They're, they're going to be overmatched by Rodgers, who they're not going to be overmatched by are the schmucks standing across from them. There is no doubt from a sheer talent perspective that our four corners are not better than the receivers besides Devontae Adams, besides Devontae Adams, who he's kind of good. Yeah, he's very good. You just have to double that guy because you you need to make other people beat you. But that's where I'm sort of going with this. Our corners are better than every guy out there except for Devontae Adams, and they need to know that, and they need to play like it. And I think what what I want to see that I just don't know if we've had in a while is just some aggressiveness, like a little bit of physicality at the line. Go after the ball. Don't just stand there with your head turned, run after him, throw your arms up if you get beat. Now, Devontae Adams is going to get his, but you need to make somebody else beat you. Double Devontae, do whatever you got to do. But I just want to see, you know, just some heart and some 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 aggressiveness out of those corners and say, you know what? Yes, that's Aaron Rodgers. Yes, we're, we're young, rookies, unproven, whatever adjective you want to use. But we're here and we're here to play. Because what do you have to lose in week one against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? Who, to your point, Sam, always come out hot. I just I just don't want to see tentativeness because they're they're scared of Aaron Rodgers. And I think they're going to get some penalties called probably. But if we get some aggressiveness, even if we don't win, I think that will bode well for the season to come. Rhodes is gone. So we'll have at least five fewer a game. All right. Dad, NFC North (laughs) predictions. 
We got Green Bay. We got the Vikings. We got. Can, give, to, give a I mean, give the records for the division oh, leader Green and the Bay, Vikings. I don't care about the other two. Green Bay eleven and seven. Are we including the playoffs? No, uh, not now. Okay. Not yet. I don't want to overachieve. Eleven and five. That makes sixteen. Correct. Vikings. Eight and eight. Does eight and eight get them into the playoffs? Do you think? No, because I think it's an expanded playoffs. Remember, there's an extra spot. Oh, there is. Uh, oh, I think it could. Sam, watch your TV. Oh my God, what just happened? Uh, they haven't snapped it yet. Just snapped it. Oh my God, I think we're good. McCollins right. is out for the rest of the year. No, Edward Solaire just had a 20-yard touchdown. So, who did you say is out for the rest of the year? McCollins. Uh, anyway, you don't think so? You don't think eight and eight's going to be enough? No, I think it's fair. That you I'm just it, I, see. I think, like I, I think everyone assumes because Drew Brees is last year that New Orleans is. I, I don't think New Orleans is going to be that good. I think their defense isn't that strong, and I don't think Brees is that strong anymore. And you know, everyone's like, well, they, you know, they've been screwed this year and this. No, they, they belong. They deserve to lose every game that they've lost. So I don't, you know, so then in that in Tampa, I think Tampa is going to be probably make the playoffs. Tampa's not winning the Super Bowl. People need to calm down right now. Uh, what is that? I think we could get an eight and eight. I think an eight and eight team will get in the playoffs. Yes, I think so too. That's why I was. That's sort of why I was asking. I mean, the Rams are. The, we, you're, how, you're, you have to basically, you have to basically be the, not the worst second place team, which well, I think we can do. Some of the other mid level teams, so you right. get head to heads. I mean, there's and there's other teams with that could very easily. You can look to other teams who could very easily unachie, underachieve. I mean, the Rams shouldn't be awful. Well, that's the thing. Some of these other divisions are going to beat up on each other. The NFC South, to your point, is going to be a bloodbath of what I think are a bunch of below <laughs> to slightly above average teams between New Orleans, Tampa, Atlanta, and Carolina. I I, I, I never. Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> yeah, but the, the Carolina is always okay. Not with Teddy. Um, yeah, that's fair, actually. I mean, who they have last year? That who oh, was that? Whoever had they had last year is better than Teddy. Kyle Allen or whatever. They're gonna regret giving Teddy that. Um, so I think you're I think you're probably right. An eight and eight team's gonna get in. Yeah. So why you know why not? Uh, anyway, Sam, you go next. I was thinking. So I was looking at a schedule. Like I'm thinking the Vikings is like a nine ten win team. And so right now I'm I'm looking. I'm thinking like nine and six. But that's two that's losses. Not enough games. Nine. Nine and seven. They're gonna sit um, out one game in protest. I bet. <laughs> Probably. No. When it's nine gonna and, happen. They're gonna sit out in protest. Nine and seven. But then sure. that's in my head. That's two losses against Green Bay. And so if we just win one at Green Bay's game, we'll be ten and six and win the division. And so I'm thinking the Vikings and Green Bay will probably be nine and nine and seven, ten and six. And if the Vikings can win one against Green Bay, they're gonna win the division at at ten and ten and six. People. But um, I'm people, liking. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. No, go ahead. No, honestly, you. Yours is going to be better than mine. <laughs> no, it actually wasn't good. Okay, well, then mine's going to be wonderful. I This is just a rumor. Don't know if it's true, but um, people haven't been picking up after their dogs when they're taking for a walk with the baggie, and I think it's possible an NFL team might sit out and protest. What, is, so, what does that have to do with dogs? Because the dogs go poop, the people don't pick it up. What does that have to do with? Oh, you're saying that's why they're going to protest? Yeah, they're going to protest. They're going to uh, sit out and they're going to try to prove a point. And, okay. Well, Odell would, we're gonna, Odell what? would still play. <laughs> well, Odell is, would. No, no he by would the way, the pro, he, right, yeah, he would be. We're going to get to fantasy. I I picked. I there's two players I despise in the NFL. He's one of them, and of course, this is the year I draft him, and then like 20 seconds later, that story comes out. You just got to stay away from those guys. If you know you're not no vibing with them, you got to just pass them up. He was Pick somebody far. else. Sam was with was the team that. chemistry matters. I understand, but he was there wasn't a receiver anywhere anywhere near as good as him left. Somebody else. I did, and then what? Well, would you would you you weren't take Ezekiel um, Elliott? I mean, you have to take him. I did. What does that have to do with OBJ? He's the second most hated player, in my opinion, in the league. Oh. I hate. I had to take him first. But I think I think Ezekiel Elliott is much more prolific and a much more of a obvious. Well, I didn't take you you what you would have lost going from going no. from Zeke to the next guy is much greater than whatever you would have lost from OBJ. OBJ wasn't even good last year. In fact, he was bad. 
He was by far the best player. You could say he stinked. He stunk. stunk. No, he he still does. No, he. I, I just. I'm just saying. You didn't have to. I you can say that you did, but you didn't have. I to. had Cup. I had Lockett. He was the most made the most sense at that time to take. So I have a pretty good team if you want to hear it, but that's okay. I don't know. I don't think anyone cares. <laughs> oh my God, you guys are mean. Okay, go ahead. Drew, your predictions. Oh, look at um, that. We ran time. This. Ha- oh wait, go ahead. I'm just kidding. I, I I don't. I'm not. I won't ramble for too long. I promise, because I I agree with you guys. I think us and the Packers. I think both. I think ten wins wins the NFC North this year. I yep. think we're a just a we're a good, not great team. That's how it is. How it is. I think the Packers take a step back from last year. I think they got lucky in a lot of games to win thirteen games. I, I they're oh, yeah. good. They're not that good. The Lions are going to be a little better than they were last year, probably. And I think the Bears are going to be even worse than they were last year. I don't know. Year. Trubisky, he could be in there in MVP. I, I, don't. I, I just, I, I'm so over. They're just not as good. Time. The defense isn't as good anymore. No. They have, I, I'm no, just sir. not impressed. So I think 10 wins probably does it. I don't know if we quite get there. I think Green Bay probably takes it at 10 and 6. Because um, Aaron Rodgers, just in general, is good at beating bad teams. Now, Kirk Cousins is very good at that, too. But. There's a little bit more. Um, he's also like we talked about. He's not going to pressure on them all year long. He's just going to be able to go there, carefree, and play football. Yeah, I, I think we come in right behind them at nine and seven, and then the other two finish, you know, wherever they finish. Yeah. I, I, and I think we get in the playoffs at nine and seven because I agree with you. I think I think the last spot's going to go to an eight and eight team. It just if you look at historically, that's just how it's going to play out. Yeah, no, but so that's that's the NFC North. Now let's on it a little bit here um i want your afc championship your nfc championship your super bowl your super bowl pick we have to do it now because the season's starting yes, you're already getting starting. a glimpse at two of the teams so. i mean i i can i know teams don't repeat but kansas city's got to in my opinion head and shoulders by far the best player in the last several years in the league. So now he could get hurt. So I'm going to obviously these conversations, assuming people don't get hurt. I'm going Kansas city versus the AFC is a mess this year. <clears throat> yeah. And you got one team that's head and shoulders above the rest. Um, I don't know. Something tells me Seattle and I don't even like them. That's the wrong league. Dad. I said, <laughs> I said, I said, uh, Kansas city versus, I want the oh I was oh, curious who they're playing think, yeah I want the championship games and oh, then the Super Bowl okay um, you can pass I, I mean well you can try and pass I don't know if no I think to. I I, uh, I don't know I mean can a team like Buffalo do something weird I don't know because I could. think if there's a year it's this year yeah literally. that's that's my point I think I mean it'd be a stupid prediction but I I, I just have a feeling. Because it's so weird, it's going to be a team like that. And I can't imagine, I suppose Baltimore. I'll go, I'll have them beating Baltimore in, to get to the Super Bowl. And then, but I'm not, I wouldn't be shocked if Buffalo isn't in the championship game. That's a hip play. pick this year. So I, I, just I don't think, think well, you're I think way out of I think they have a good team. I just, and I, I think the league's going to be weird. And then on the other side, I think it's Seattle. Uh I mean, Dallas, I, I think it's going to be Seattle against Dallas, and Seattle's going to go. Here's here's my thing about... I, I think Green Bay, actually, but Dallas always figures out a way to lose. Um, I think, here's you know my thing. Seattle, Green Bay, Seattle goes. Okay, and go then you think Kansas City's going to win it all? Yeah, not even a, a discussion. Now, again, it's very difficult. But... Go ahead. All I was going to say is the only thing I'm going to say about Dallas, and then I'll pass it off to Sam, is I don't – I mean, I, I just don't – they were 8-8 eight and eight last year. I know. Their offensive line is worse. They've got one guy hurt and one guy left. Yes, they may have added more receivers, but, I mean, how much do two receivers really do? Right. Or one receiver one, – how much does one rookie receiver really do? The defense didn't – they didn't add anybody on defense – particularly of note Griffin's you know a big name but I don't think he's a difference maker to make them like exponentially better I I I, people are a lot of people are picking Dallas and I I guess all I'm saying is I don't see what they did to get substantially better to go from eight and eight to a Super Bowl team no the thing is that once again 
their division Still, is, is Mike McCarthy going to be the difference maker? Mike no. McCarthy didn't do anything really in Green Bay except for the one year. I mean, he did do a lot in Green Bay, but he only won it the one year. And their he, division is with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they just get by because their division is so bad that they're not going to get challenged much to the well, playoffs. If the, but if the Eagles I'm stay with healthy, you. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I I was thinking about Dallas too, and like you said, they didn't really add anything. I mean, they kind of made some. They have C.D. Lamb, who's going to be a playmaker, and Mike McCarthy, who is the better coach than Jason Garrett by a lot, but still, you know, didn't couldn't really take Aaron Rodgers to multiple Super Bowls. So I was, I think it's going to be Saints in the NFC, um, in the NFC champions, and probably against the 49ers. But to be honest, the Vikings or the Packers, if they're hot going in the postseason, I think they'll probably be in the NFC championship against the Saints. Um, but right now, I'm going to say 49ers, Saints, Saints winning that. And then um, Kansas City winning the AFC Championship. And it's hard to pick against the Ravens right now, too. I, I Probably Kansas City, Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, bad playoff playoff uh, game last year. But I think they'll be ready to bounce back. And they did not get worse by any means, um, this this draft and this free agency. And But I'll, Kansas City over New Orleans for the the Super Bowl. I just think Kansas City's a wagon, and as you can see in this week one, like there's there there's no really real. They haven't really lost a beat at all. Well, and they're added, better. They're better, they way added, better than they were last year. They haven't lost a beat, and they added Edwards Hilaire already over as a hundred yards um, before it's even the fourth quarter rushing. So I mean, if he's hot too, take some pressure off Mahomes, can open up the defense, um, especially with speedy guys like Hill and Watkins can go stretch the field. So I'm I still think it's it's you can't pick against Kansas City, even though it's um, almost impossible to go back to back. The second they took this guy in the draft, everyone said that he'd be he's going to go crazy on their team. I mean, every so no one. Why didn't someone else take him? It's bizarre. But anyways, yeah, I think it's it's hard to repeat. The other thing with Dallas is I think you know if so, Lamb is great, but there's only one football, as they say. Mm-hmm. And if he gets the ball too much, Cooper's going to get mad. If Cooper gets the ball too much, he's going to get mad. If him and Cooper get the ball too much, well, the running back's going to get mad. And not even the running back. I think they got, right. Think, remember this. And then you're, I'm going to get e- mad because I have him. You're, not, <laughs> you're, you're forgetting Michael Gallup, who had a, over 1,100 yards last year. When all three of those guys get the ball, he's going to be mad. Because right. he's he's now fourth fiddle. You know He, yeah, he benefited no, I, from Cooper getting a lot of attention. That could help him, but to your point, that one football can only go so far, right, and mean, yes. somebody could easily, very easily, be upset with with their role. Yep. So I, I agree with you there. Uh, I'm I don't have anything unique to add. I have to be honest. I I, I would I go Kansas talk. City over Baltimore, and then I would go, um, Dad along along your vibes, Seattle over New Orleans, and then Kansas City winning the whole thing. I I just think it's really hard to bet against Kansas City who only got better and has basically yeah. I think something we have to not under underestimate is the reduced offseason and, and what that'll do just from a chemistry perspective. I know it's 16 weeks they'll figure it out but getting off to a good start is important in building that. It's it's essentially the same team just with like a couple better well, guys. Yeah and so. on paper listen on paper this team is way better than any of those New England teams that won it so yeah. on paper they should keep rolling it's, a lot of things have to happen of course do we have time for fantasy or I think we have 10-ish minutes if I timed this out right uh, well we've already talked about it that guy was a steal whoever took uh, first off when we when we talked fantasy like three weeks ago I told you he was my he was well, he no, wasn't, no, I know I tried to probably get wasn't even the right word but no because everyone knew. Really knew who he was at that point but I tried to get him that's all you had to say about fantasy was the one guy. No, I just wanted to know if you think. <clears throat> I mean, I got guys this year that I've never really had before. Well, I got like a. I was gonna say like I have one like deep sleeper who like probably didn't get drafted in most leagues, but Cooper Cup. I, no, <laughs> he got drafted. A guy I who I took in both my leagues in the last round who I could have even just added for agency. Like I probably didn't need to draft him, but guy kind of like is Claypool from the Steelers. I've heard he's had a lot of like good good chemistry with Big Ben. He's like their second, third wide receiver, but I think he could explode onto the scene. Rookie Claypool from Pittsburgh, so what, um, might be a guy to keep an eye on. And also Zach Moss, everyone loves, but he was just I'm flying confused. off the draft boards. Yeah. Like I thought he was a really good sleeper, and then he was flying off the draft boards, draft boards so early that I think he's just gonna be bad now because everyone just what, took him early. 
What do you guys think of Bryce Love? Uh, Why? Okay, here's my other question. Why did I pick him? I mean, it, somebody's got to. I thought he was someone else. <laughs> somebody's got to play running back for Washington. Yeah, but he's like the fifth choice, sadly. Well, but he was. He got I a lot of touches last year week. before he got hurt. So, I mean, would I don't play, think it's that out play, of bounds. But. Would you play Kenyon Drake at San Francisco or Devon Singletary at home against the Jets? That's a tough choice. I, I think you play. You get as much. You get as many guys on the field against the Jets as possible. Oh, so you take Drake out of the lineup. Okay. I, I, Very I high pick. Well, I don't know if I would take him out of the He was lineup. my top running back pick. Who's the I'm other guy? Who's your other running back? Oh, no, he was my second. I, well, I, I got it. This is a, sounds like a good team on paper. Who's your flex? I, like, uh, why, I, he was why my flex, to? Drake. I'm, I'm going to go with my my quarterback is, is Kyler Murray, but I'm going to bench him the first game. I got a good feeling with Jared Goff at home. And then I got Cooper Cup. I got Lockett for the 17th year in a row. I got Beckham. I got Elliott. I got the running back from the Chargers, Eckler. And then I got Drake and Singletary. So we said we weren't going to go over your fantasy team at the beginning of the show, and now I we didn't. Just I did left it. off four guys on the bench. So. Yeah, I didn't pick it. I mean, just I don't pick any of those guys for the <laughs> listeners. Well, I mean, you'd have to. You'd what have are you talking about? That. Drew's impressed with that team. It's, I mean, it's okay. Well, how I, about, like I mean, before the year starts, every team looks good. Really? Well, I mean, what would you do if you had Nick Chubb and Calmera? I mean, you don't want to go. I mean, we are in the same league. We're in the same league, and Yahoo grew to my draft better than yours, and your pick was four higher than mine. So, uh, it was barely higher than mine. I think I got a steal. No, what, what we talked about not going through your team. Oh, player I'm by sorry. player. You've still found a way to do it, but No, I didn't. I, there's four somebody I, I think is worth at least keeping an eye on. I don't know if you have to go grab him right now. Um depends on the construction of your team, as they say. But out in no. Out in New England, uh Nikhil Harry is was their first round pick last year, had some injuries, but he's now the number two wide receiver with Cam Newton, who's gonna probably throw the he's ball to be interesting. He's going to throw the ball to his receivers more than Brady did. So you have to assume there's going to be more touches to go around at the receiver position in New England. You also have to assume that they're – I just feel like without Brady, the whole, the whole dynamic is going to shift to away from his sort of – James White's not going to have 14 catches. Well, that's what I'm going to say. Is there any chance that Newton isn't a disaster? I think so. I, when he has been healthy, he has been very good every year. He just has not been able to stay healthy. He's always had a pretty decent running back. He had D'Angelo Williams and the other fat guy for a long time. And then he had uh, McCafferty. I don't, does, he's not going to be a disaster. I'm not saying he's going to be all no, pro. No, I don't know. Well, their defense right. is. Then he can't help that. Right. And I, I, I just I, – I think I think he is – a. he just – I don't love the running game in New England because it's so spread out already – and now you're just adding a running quarterback to the mix. It's just less carries to go around. But I think there's good, the ball's going to be thrown more. And Brady was a guy who relied on his receivers and his tight ends. And yes, maybe Newton did that to some extent in his career in Carolina. But part of that was because, to your point, he had a very good running back in DeAndre Williams and then Christian McCaffrey for a season or two when he was healthy. James Stewart, th- that was the other guy, too. I swear they had a James Stewart. They did. But it, I, Jonathan, I think, Jonathan, Jonathan Stewart. Stewart. Oh my God! But his real official name is James. They call either him way. Jonathan. I just I, I think the New England offense has always been so weird with Brady. You you never know who to pick except for the tight ends. It was like the tight ends and Edelman. That was it. I think there's more value there now at the receiver position with Cam Newton playing there. And, and Nikhil Harry was a first round pick. Hey. He's a big body. He he serves a purpose different than Edelman. He's gonna be a red zone target. I think he's like six four two thirty or whatever. Um, um, all right. <clears throat> this has been actually that was some good fantasy talk. We'll have to actually see after the first week we can regroup because I I do think and we said it before. It, there's so much unknown mm-hmm. that I, I I don't think you can even predict anything this year. Great. However, totally. something new in our fantasy football league, the survivor thing, where you can pick a different team to win every week. And then you can't pick that same team ever again. I went with Buffalo, if anyone's wondering, this week. Anyways, anywho, any other fantasy talk before we wrap this some bitch up? The only other thing, to your uncertainty point, yeah, I, is... Weird. What? I said, yeah, it's weird. 
Yeah, is is it's not just on uncertainty in who's going to do what and contribute what and who's going to perform. I, I think injuries are going to play a major factor this year with the reduced offseason, the no preseason games. Like guys are going to get hurt, I think, at a higher rate and already are. I mean, there's guys going down to practice. Daniel Hunter, we didn't, we just all of a sudden found out is going to miss three okay. weeks. I know he doesn't factor into fantasy, but just using him as a, a local example. So I, I think that's going to make a difference. Yeah, I, I agree. think that's another thing. Yeah, we yeah, you gotta. The waiver wire is going to be big this year for for those two reasons. Well, and yeah, Dad yeah. talked about Buffalo like maybe being his team. I think Josh Allen could have a massive year in fantasy. Like he's a mobile quarterback. Massive year last year. I know. I'm, but I was I'm, his biggest fan. Like, last year, I have to be honest. People are. I mean, he's still like going tenth rated quarterback. You know, like that area, like eight to twelve area, and. People think like Rod. I didn't really understand it because like Rodgers, Breeze, people are not picking them and they're falling down the fantasy radar. I don't know why Josh Allen didn't like jump them when those guys are going down. He had a good year last year. It's not like he needs. I mean, we saw Jameis Winston top one of the top fast quarterbacks yeah, I, last year because he he, and he had 50 interceptions, but he also had 50 touchdowns. And Josh Allen's a guy who can run the ball. He can make up for his mistakes with fumbling or interceptions with his rushing yards and his rushing touchdowns. I tried to pick him. I so tried. I, I think I, I picked him in one league. I also have Tom Brady, so I have no idea who I'm going to start week one. So. I got Tom Brady, too. Josh Allen that, also gets to play the, the Jets. Jets twice and the Dolphins twice. And New England. I think New England's defense is going to be awful. Well, half of them sat out, but yeah. Right, right. I, so I, I'm, I'm Sam, I, I could not agree with you more. I was I was the, the world's biggest Josh Allen fan last year. He had multiple, multiple, like, 25 plus point games. I think he had a 30 point game somewhere in there. Like the the dude, because you're right, he runs the ball, puts up points. My um, is he would I want him to like run my team as like a fan of the Bills? Probably not. But my steal of the draft, and um, I didn't draft him on either team. <laughs> I think the best. I think the the guy that's gonna huge breakout year from the Pittsburgh, uh, not Penguins, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Diavante, is it Williams Johnson? Diavante Johnson. I don't, you know, I don't, wide receiver. He's gonna think, be awesome. I think it's just Deontay. I don't think there's a V. Oh, maybe I'm thinking the wrong guy. I, no, I don't I know. Think, if you're I think of. remember that name, Deontay Diavante Johnson. Huge breakout year. Although I don't think did Ben didn't get drafted. Uh, very actually in one of my leagues he didn't even get drafted. I. Does he last the season? It's been a while, I feel like. Yeah. But he's he's know. a guy. He's, he's like Stafford. If he's healthy, he's worth be, having, being on a team and probably being in the starting <laughs> lineup. But staying healthy is the issue. Stafford, yeah. You could, you could have bought low on Stafford once again this year, but his stats are crazy. Yeah. Okay. I'm a Kenny Galladay fan for that exact reason. What about Marvin Jones? Oh, wait. Yeah, he's... Is he well, yeah. Up? I mean, he's just... He's not the number... He's Kenny Galladay is the number one there you talk about a running back cluster that detroit every year yeah. yeah every year they have a great rookie and figure out a way to completely just ruin that because they got carry on my wayward son johnson then they got this uh deandre swift dude right Correct. i don't know how you're getting these name rights names right i'm shocked i because i yeah and then they have another guy and then who i don't even know his name so i can't get it wrong and then let's just really screw it up and throw Peterson in there. I they should have just kept Carryon Johnson, who was really good, and not they don't need all these guys that are gonna be pressing for playing time on a especially on a team that sucks. I, them, them, Washington, yeah, uh, Jacksonville and Tampa Bay. Oh, I good luck. Even tell you good luck figuring out the backfields. Good luck. Yeah. Good I luck. don't even know who the running back for Jacksonville is. I, I think I, it's, I couldn't tell you. I think it's uh, that Chris Thompson guy that was with, with Washington. Oh, yeah. was with I think Washington. it's him. They got one other guy whose yeah. name I'm forgetting. He but. was with Washington when they had five running backs. He was yeah, yeah. Well, now Gruden's there. That's part of the reason why, but yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. What a guy goes from Washington to Jacksonville. What a cluster. All right. Well, um, I got Wade Castle waiting. Yeah, go eat it. Wrap it up. This has been another edition of Apples to Apples right here on, you know, all those ways that Drew says you can listen to us. Uh, next week will be interesting. We got baseball. We'll see how far the Twins are either in or out. We got uh, Stanley Cup. We'll remind everyone that the Stanley Cup playoffs are still going on. We won't talk about it. We'll just remind people. 
We'll probably touch on the L.A. versus L.A. Uh, gang war in basketball. Uh, and then football. We'll probably have multiple things to discuss on football. And the announcers. A bunch of new announcers, too. So, Which won't even be at the games. But whatever. Did I miss anything? No, I think you nailed it. For once. <sighs> Today's the day. September 10th. 2019. Just kidding. See everyone next week. Bye.